everybody, and welcome to your Sunday Psychics with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerard. Stephanie, how are you today? <laughs> well, I have to say, where do I begin? How much time do I have? Um, <laughs> we have some time, thankfully, yes. <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know, um, so everyone, I live here in Anchorage, Alaska, and I moved here, it'll be two years ago here real soon. And where I moved from, they are in 100 degree heat. It is over the top. Tomorrow, it's going to be 109 in Western Washington. Are you kidding me? It is hot. And in the month of June, it's crazy. They're seeing a heat wave that's just absolutely unreal. So I'm grateful to be where I am, where we are, I think, probably hovering at about 62. It's cozy. People were out with their shorts today. One of my neighbors was. It was kind of funny. I don't really call their short weather myself, but some people do. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's been interesting. I've really... Uh, I don't know about everyone listening, but there's this thing going on. You know, in astrology, <laughs> how many things can we talk about in astrology? Way too many. Oh, gosh. oh yeah. my goodness. So for those who are Mercury retrograde followers, we're fully direct on July 7. So that simply means that we come out of the this slow, slow movement of Mercury, actually. So when Mercury, when we hear, oh, Mercury went direct today, well, it stops moving, and then it moves backwards, and then it takes that little bit more time, about two weeks, to actually move forward. So we're fully out of it on the 7th of July. <clears throat> but more recently, I was really going through a few challenges lately this past week and just you know random things yet i found myself sitting with myself and just really reflecting on what is this what's going on in my world my life i had reached out to one friend of mine she's a healer and i'm like i feel like i'm doing a life review process i feel you know and i had this long list going on <laughs> nothing she looked at it and no response and i'm like uh oh <laughs> oh well okay okay now i feel abandoned but um oh no yeah, no yeah. that you, well I you know it. i would i get it yes and so thankfully my i reached out friday evening to my very good friend doug johnston he is a psychic astrologer that's unusual to find astrologers are generally just science only and this person doug he is both a psychic and he's an astrologer so he explained this he's like well you know pluto is retrograde and i always say to him and that means what <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> Because I don't know. Well, you know, it's yeah. the transformer. And I said, yes, I'm well aware of that. So he explained that this took place the end of April. And Pluto does not go direct until the 6th of October. So again, my question was, what does this mean? And he shared that Pluto ret retrograde is probably i don't want to say aggressive but challenging in a different way compared to saturn saturn's the teacher saturn cracks the whip saturn is retrograde at present but saturn seems to bring us more back to 
those lessons that we haven't quite learned yet per se so we get little <laughs> a variety of what about this what about that but Pluto says hi I'm here and time to go deep within and reflect and you know we're gonna pull all these things out that you've swept under the rug and compartmentalize things like that so so anyway then Doug gave me additional details well it sits in this house and your natal chart you know he goes deeper like that but the point is this is this is an aspect that's affecting all of us and mm -hmm. it is it's <laughs> taking us to these extremely uncomfortable places in time that we really yeah, it's uncomfortable it's outside of our comfort zone we don't know how to navigate it we have not been here before we want answers and yet we find that you know the answers as we know are within ourselves we do like to reach out to others you know like with you and I Rebecca hi hold my hand okay okay now you hold my hand okay and so we can at least talk about stuff we may not have answers but we can at least share in the journey a little bit but but that's what's going on with Pluto and I have run into many people who are dealing with this whole is it this way I've I've been in this relationship for this long and now this person has changed well actually we've changed and we're being called to you know go deep sea diving within ourselves and into our own emotions and oftentimes what we don't see or realize is that we draw people to us that are mirroring certain parts of those uncomfortable places and then we get mad at the person and I know I've done that and you know this past week I needed to I had an appointment one morning for a very professional surface service for a personal thing and it was like I pull in the parking lot and I get a phone call hi we're rescheduling you and I'm like I started laughing I said are you serious really yeah uh -huh. <laughs> and it's like okay well huh how do I feel about that I was I you know of course you know we moved on to the next step of resolution okay fine just rescheduled it but point being I wanted to sit in that I was mad because it, yeah. I had a big story going on in my mind and I was chasing that around the block you know for the next 12 hours so it was irritating to me but what it was doing was it connected me with those places in me that I'm very well aware of that I don't want to see and I don't want to look at because it's uncomfortable and it's like well I thought we chalked that up universe I thought we chalked that up we got a name on it and we filed it <laughs> well no we didn't file it yet so <laughs> yeah so I know you understand and it's like these little things are big things and so when you asked how I am that's where I've been <laughs> how are you Rebecca well you know that you know that there's that favorite word of mine interesting <laughs> mm -hmm. it is all-encompassing um, yes it is all it, it you know it's I love that word and I've used it for many years because it kind of leaves the door open for whatever might be happening and uh, I try to use that word partly because it doesn't judge it's not a judgmental Yes. thing it reminds me to kind of try to stay observing the situation instead of getting too emotionally involved or attached or whatever um but it, it's 
let's just say it's been a week of um, shocking little things that have happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's interesting, too. I know there's that word again. Um, nothing, <laughs> you know, necessarily tragic, but certainly shocking. Like, for instance, um, I know I was supposed to have a date a week ago Wednesday. Wait, what day is it today? Was it Wednesday? Was it week? I think it was a week. It was a week ago Wednesday. And uh, he was driving down to meet me, and he got in a head-on collision. Ooh. Yeah. So, I mean, shocking. And so, uh, and he's fine. He's fine. The car's totaled. The other person is fine, but I think both of the cars are totaled. And thankfully, it was not a high-speed impact. But it was kind of like, wow, okay, so whatever plans were on the table, that's out the window. And then it's like, okay, so what now? And then you realize you have to surrender into how is this going to unfold? What is this going to mean? What's it going to look like? And um, so that's been interesting to kind of watch my friend go through all of this and Mm -hmm. witness the reactions and then – you know, and, and the piece of, okay, but what if? And there's a little, been a little bit of that, but he's very spiritual, and he kind of goes back to, oh, okay, I'm getting a new car. You know, he, that's kind of where he's been. Is it, He kind of got to that place. Um, but, you know, it's just so interesting that the way things have been showing up in my life um, with all of this is it's just more reminders that I have to stay in it and be present and watch it. So I have to stay the detached observer no matter how much I have myself involved, um, and I'm getting better and better at, you know, like, oh, wow, wait, I've had this reaction. Okay, wait a minute. What can I truly do about this situation? What's the best thing that I can do? How do I want to approach it? And does it have anything to do with me? Because what I realize is I'm clearing a lot of old patterns. And, um, you know, and I know you talked about that a little bit about the whole thing with Pluto, where it's like your deep stuff is going to come up. And I can honestly say with certainty that some of my very deepest issues have been coming to the surface. And it's not been comfortable to have those issues triggered. You know, I I mean, I'll talk about wounding because, you know, the, the reality is if we've been on the planet for any length of time, we have some wounds. And so mm-hmm. we have to, we, yeah, I, I know that, you know, we have to have a conscious <laughs> intention to change that, to heal the wounds. And the only person who can heal your wounds is you. The only person who can heal my wounds is me. And I know that. And I know that the healing has to come from a place of self-love, a place of knowing with all certainty that I am loved by God, by the universe, by all that is, whatever you want to call that energy. Um, and that everything that has been so lovingly presented to us humans um, in abundance is also here to love and support us. And I kind of talk about the plants sometimes, um, certainly in private sessions with clients. But, you know, we have this incredibly interdependent relationship with plants, and most people take it for granted. They don't even think about it. Um, we, we talk about water, if there's a water shortage, because, yeah, we need water. But most people don't stop to think about the fact that the plants actually make the oxygen we breathe, and they take in the carbon dioxide that we exhale, and that's how they basically breathe. So they would not survive without us, and we would not survive without them. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing it works with mammals too for the plants, but I don't know. I didn't, I haven't looked that up. <laughs> um, but you know, there's, and, and the thing is too, that, you know, the plants actually show up for us in all these interesting ways, including, you know, primarily in my experience, you know, um, providing um, medicines and herbs that actually help us heal. So uh, I kind of have come to this place of remembering very quickly now that I need to love myself, that I'm a child of God, that the energies that are in the universe are, are were placed here lovingly and that they do love me and that I can love them. And that I don't have to stay in whatever the, the triggered response has been. Because, you know, when we have a, a wound triggered, what happens is, you know, the thing that's happening in the now is is not the trigger. It's that it triggers something from the past. So whenever you have an emotional reaction to anything, it's because of something that happened in your past. It has nothing to do with the person in front of you. It has nothing to do with um, the circumstances in that current moment. It has to do with our filing system. So when we get triggered, it's because we've had a past memory that, you know, we had this emotional response, whatever it was. Let's say it, it was the trauma of a car accident, and I'll use that because I've been, I've been in a couple, a few of those, and, uh, and they can feel very traumatic. And so the thing is that um, when there is a mention of a car accident or if I hear tires squealing behind me, what happens is it triggers a response in my brain based on a previous experience of being hit by a drunk driver. And so what happens is my brain immediately goes to that part, that file, and where I put that experience. Because we're always, our brains are always looking for a way to understand whatever's happening in the moment. So because we're looking for a way to understand it, what our brain does is it goes to, okay, well, I know that I've had one of these experiences. Let me see where I filed that. And what was the response? What was the appropriate response? And is that, is that pertinent to this current situation? So we have this reaction before we even understand what it is we're reacting to. So I have found that, you know, in, in these recent weeks, and this, this week a lot, <laughs> Uh, there have been a few things that have come up where it's like, whoa, wait a minute, I'm feeling so triggered. And the little girl in me is feeling like, oh, I'm not loved. And the adult's going, you're loved, you're okay, the universe loves you, you love you. You have all these people around you who love you, you're loved. And and so, you know, trying to talk to the little girl and, and remind her that she's okay uh, is is an interesting experience, But but I'm getting much better at moving through that very quickly. So that's that's the gift in all of it. And that's the way that I look at this. It's like, yes, we have the planets moving the way that they're moving, and we have these things that get triggered, and we get these um, opportunities to look at things that are buried underneath that want to be healed. I look at it that way. The positive part of that is that it's an opportunity for healing always. And so if I notice I'm having a reaction, I can go into that, and I can choose instead to respond or not respond. I can, I can come right back to that detached observer and then decide how I want to move forward. So that's been my experience this week is that, oh, wow, I moved through that really quickly because certainly I've had experiences where you know, I got triggered, and it's like it's taken me you know, days or weeks even to move through something. And... Uh, I've, I've been practicing 
this conscious intention to allow myself to be where I am, which means I can have the response, experience the emotions, but at the same time observe it as a detached observer and allow myself to kind of have a few moments with that and then come back to, okay, but that's not real. What's real is I'm here right now. And how do I want to heal that? Is there something that, do I need some love in that space that, that will create the opportunity uh, for me to be healed and not be triggered in the future? So that part's been very interesting. And for me, it's been around relationship for sure. It's absolutely been around relationship. And mm-hmm. that's always a fun one. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, especially when it's with ourselves and uh, exactly, another planet. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And that's what it boils down to. We also, right. there's another planet that went retrograde, Neptune, and that won't go direct till the very end of the year. And so, you know, when we think about Neptune, it's the waters, you know, it's Zeus underwater. We have this very powerful energy and, you know, water is emotions, right? And so with Neptune retrograde, it's like, and then we have Pluto. So Pluto transtune helps to stir up our emotions and bring them to the surface. And Saturn says, hi, remember this one? We did this like 25 years ago. Hello? You know, so (laughs) it's it's like it could, it can either, you know, everything's perspective. So it could be either really super messy and we rabbit hole and we stop moving because we stop living and we wait for it to pass, which is totally not the point. Or we embrace (laughs) it and just say, oh, okay then. All (laughs) righty. So, you know, (laughs) we have choices. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I was going to say, you know, there are days when I go, okay. And then there are other days where I'm using every single expletive. Oh, man. (laughs) You know, that's one thing. And it's like, that's that's the time you're like, who's that lady in the car driving on the freeway? And and she looks like she's screaming at herself. Because I'll be exactly. like, oh, wait a minute, you know. So, hey, at least I'm getting it out. But, um, yeah, yeah, and it, it is, the energy right now is very intense. It's incredibly oh, intense. And and everyone I know is just like, what the heck is going on here? So, well, and I'm plus, so glad. Oh, it's crazy. We had, yeah. we also had the full moon on Thursday. Full moon in yes. Capricorn. Capricorn is an earth sign, which is a female sign. But, you know, you think about earth, earth is not moving for anything or anybody. There's inflexibility. And mm-hmm. um, it's like, oh, my goodness. Now, Capricorn does say rest. But that was my day of how you have an appointment. Oh, you're here in the parking lot. Great. We're going to reschedule you. Sorry. And it was like, (laughs) seriously? Okay, here's, this is Murphy's Law. Hi, Murphy's Law. I don't like you. And so, but over (laughs) over the next 12 hours, though, it's like I thought about it, thought about it. It brought me to my truth a little bit more, a little bit more. And then I woke up Friday morning and I thought, okay, I'm going to take one more step claim my truth, stake my truth. And so it's just that I may not have liked it, but it was a 24-hour period of time brought to me where it's like, okay, all right. I had to go within, like, what's really going on here? What have I created and brought to me? And if, if I created it, I can also discreate it, or I can say, hi, Lesson, thank you so much. I love you. 
and, you know, send it off in a balloon, you know, (laughs) up to the universe. Yeah, but release it, release it. And then by the time today rolled around, yesterday was a better day. And then today it's like, oh, you know, it's been a much better day. And then I was thinking to myself this afternoon, I thought, oh, you know, I had brought in my great, big, beautiful uh, zero gravity chair, you know, the little Cadillac, if you're going to go out driving and you get your chair out of the back and I've got the Cadillac, right? Why not? (laughs) If you're going to get one. And so I thought, oh, I'll put it in the back of the rig. And uh, I go out there and I hit the key fob, nothing, hit the key fob. Huh, I wonder what's going on. I can't even unlock the door. I had to stick the key in the door and it's like, I don't remember. I don't know if I've ever done that with this vehicle. It's like, (laughs) I had to put the key in the door? Wow. And uh, then I'm realizing the car's dead. Oh, I wonder when that happened. You know, but when I, so when I connected the dots backwards, it's like, oh, that fell on the heels of the Thursday situation, the Capricorn full moon. I'm releasing, okay. So thankfully I will be calling my roadside service through my insurance company and I'm sure they'll come out and do their magic or, you know, they'll bring the help that is needed. I'm not worried about it, but it was like, oh, isn't that an interesting parallel? And I have no idea what all got released until the third day after the full moon because the three days before three days after are the most intense periods of time so that was an interesting lesson and one friend of mine is like are you okay do you need me to do anything and I said no I understand where this came from (laughs) I don't have to go anywhere (laughs) if she can rest out there I'm resting in here we're all good I'll handle it tomorrow (laughs) it's fine Plus, it's Sunday evening in Anchorage, Alaska. You know, everything is closed at 6 o'clock, right? That's that's the end of the story. So where would I go anyway? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I, I understand that one because, uh, you know, I, and I know that it still was late compared to Anchorage. But, um, uh-huh. you know, I mean, I've lived in Long Beach, you know, near Belmont Shore or it, certainly, you know, it's, it's a college town. Cal State Long Beach is really close by. So, you know, yeah. Belmont Shore is yeah. that, you know, like the Starbucks is open till 11 or midnight before the pandemic, right? And, uh-huh. um, you know, and there's some restaurants and things, and they kind of close most of it down on the weeknights during the, the school year, like by 9 or whatever. But, you know, for the most part, you could still go to Starbucks and be there till at least 10, 11, 12, whatever. Well, we moved up <laughs> to Northern California to this little teeny tiny town. Uh, about half an hour south of San Francisco. And the first weekend mm. we had, we'd moved in, it was like, oh, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night. We thought, oh, let's go get a Starbucks, you know, because you can do oh. that out here all the time. And we go over <laughs> there. The whole, everything's, I mean, the sidewalks are rolled up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's nothing open. And we found out that the, the Starbucks closed at like 7 o'clock. <laughs> oh, Everything well, well. just kind of closed. It was like there wasn't, the grocery stores were open and that was it. There, was, there were three grocery stores in the whole town. And they were open at <laughs> 9 o'clock. I, I think the one store closed at either 9 or 10, and then the other two were open later. One of them was actually a 24-hour store. But that was it oh in the my. whole town. <laughs> oh, So I understand wow. that where it's like, oh, yeah, they rolled up the sidewalks. Everybody's gone to sleep, <laughs> everything and everyone. Um, anyway, yes. yeah, so, so, so for those of you who have had an interesting week and feel like things are, like, having difficulties, um, you know, you are not alone. I've also had mechanical issues with my car, but it's it's fine. It seems to be fine. I did not know 
that my car has a way to reset the automatic transmission. It has oh. a transmission that actually, you know, pays attention to how the driver drives, and then it sets the gear ratios accordingly. I'd never heard of that. But my car was, I had let somebody else drive my car yesterday, and then it was acting really strange, and I could not figure it out. I was like, what is wrong with my car? So I, I come home, and I'm looking up stuff, and I'm thinking, well, I think it's transmission stuff. And it's like, how to, how to reset your automatic transmission? And I'm like, oh, so I did it. You know, it's like you turn the key oh. on, and then you have to put your foot on the gas and then leave it on there. It's, 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 it's this weird thing, and it resets the transmission. And so I did the protocol, and then I drove up the car, and I went, oh, yeah, it feels normal again. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so that was I who knew? I had no clue, no idea. Um but anyway, I mean the thing is, and I and I know Stephanie, I know you try to do this. It's like we have these situations, everybody has situations in our lives where things are annoying. Like if if nothing else mm-hmm. they're annoying. It's like really? I have to deal with this again or why is this happening this way? And then of course I have the little voice in my head going, Because it's for your highest good and maybe you're stuck in traffic right now because you're avoiding a collision. Or, you know, I always go there, right? It's like I'm being protected. I'm here for a reason. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I do all that. But it does not mean it's not annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, you know, if you can come back to understanding that there's an opportunity in every experience, there really truly is an opportunity in every experience, and that, you know, give yourself permission to experience whatever um, is coming up for you. Like if you do get triggered emotionally, allow yourself to take in the information. You know, I'm feeling this way now. I feel like I want to cry. I'm going to have a good cry. And then what is this trying to show me or what do I need to learn here and, and how can I love myself through this? And I want to go back to something that you've said several times, Stephanie, and that is, uh, you know, you've talked about how you have to, you have to, um, love what is it love I forgot the whole thing love yourself through it to get to it something like that you have to go through it to get to it yeah what you said right yeah and then so yes. what I say now because I took that and I went oh that's awesome you have to get through it to get to it is I say now you have to love yourself through it because ah. ultimately that's what every lesson is so you know for those of you who've been having a tough time you know, try to remember to come back to loving yourself. It's what, is, what is one little thing that you can do that is just for you that will help you feel loved? And I will say, I try to do that myself, but I also definitely pick up the phone and say, Stephanie, I, I need, I, I need some, some feedback on something or I need a shoulder. Um, and so if you feel like you need to reach out to somebody because you need to vent or hear yourself think or you need to have a good cry, uh, you know, do that. Do what you need to do for you. And, um, you know, remember that you are loved always. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say, as you were saying that, it's like, no, go through it. It's still not right. Walk through it. We have to walk through it walk. to get to oh, it. Oh, yes. And, and yes. walking through it. So that's the part where, oh, my goodness. I've had, I've drawn many lessons to myself about that, but when we walk through whatever the crunchy stuff is, regardless of how we feel, the thing about it is when we walk through that mountain, when we walk through it, we're feeling it, we're allowing ourselves to feel, and yet when we get to the other side of it, the beautiful thing is that 
we have also transmuted it because, you know, there, I think we've all had this. We have that cycle, that one pattern where we just do anything to avoid blank, whatever situation, scenario, person, emotion, etc. We do what we can to avoid. Yet, because in the end, we know that there will be a time. And honestly, if we don't, it's kind of like the universe says, okay, if you're not going to do it, I will help force you to do it. And that's where it's <laughs> oh, like, yes. oh, no, no, thank you. But I've um, had to do that a number of times. <laughs> many, uh, many, many I'm times. I'm in that club. I'm in yeah. that club. Yes. We're going to show you again, you know, and I talk about this too, actually, is that, um, mm-hmm. you know, we are always being given guidance, always. Right. And sometimes it's a whisper. Mm-hmm. And if we don't listen to the whisper, then it becomes a voice. And if we don't listen, it becomes louder and louder. And if we still don't listen, it gets louder and it gets louder. And if we still don't listen, typically that's when, you know, we get screamed at and the screaming can come in the form of something happening that makes you have to stop in your tracks. So I always say, you know, trust your gut because that is your internal GPS, your God positioning system. God's always trying to help us, always. Mm-hmm. And we want to listen before we get yelled at. Because the yelling, you know, the getting yelled at, at least in my own experience for me, it's like getting yelled at, being shouted at. It, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's like, it's like when I'm, I know I need to slow down and I'm like, okay, but I will in two weeks because I just have these other little things to do and then I'll slow down and then I'll slow down and the next thing you know, I broke my toe. <laughs> oh, when of those, it. yeah. I knew I was supposed to listen to the slowdown and I didn't listen. Mm-hmm. So I always say, yeah, we have to listen. So We do. Yeah. And you know what? Before we get too much further in here, I do want to give a shout-out to Garrett because, Garrett, we, we couldn't do this without you. We appreciate you so much. Garrett's the person who's yes, talking do. to those of you who are, who are getting placed in the call queue. So, uh, Garrett, thank you. We love you. You're awesome. Thanks thank for being you. here with us. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, occasionally there's a delayed reaction because he's he's talking to people on the phone and and screening the calls. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Any anything else that um, you know? You know, honestly, I I was thinking. I feel like there's something else that I want to talk about. And I I what's coming to mind is, you know, I I really want to go into a gratitude thing because. I haven't, we haven't really done that in a, in a couple few weeks, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things that I am really grateful for and, and I want to acknowledge um, is the way that I, people show up in my life. Because I have, I am really blessed. Like I always tell people I'm the most blessed person I know. And part of that is because I have so much love around me and my friends. And in my understanding of, of what I believe God is. And I'm just in awe of the way people show up for me, not just in support of me, but also how perfectly they show up when I need to learn something. And sometimes these are people that I outgrow and I don't end up continuing in a relationship with them. 
but they've brought something profound to my attention that is something within me that needs to be healed. And there's such a huge gift in that. I've had a lot of people calling me lately and saying, you know, I'm like letting go of people from my life. And I said, well, that's because you've outgrown them. And they say, but how do you outgrow somebody? It's like, well, you know, we talk about finding your tribe or or who are your people. And the reality is that there will be people who walk beside you for a portion of your life. And you think they're always going to be in your life. But you outgrow each other. Your lives take you in different directions or different paths. But you still learn something from each other. And so those are beautiful relationships and beautiful opportunities for growth and it doesn't you know you can mourn the fact that the that the relationship isn't there in its current and there or in its uh, form anymore that it's changed into something else um but it also means that you are growing and that there are opportunities for other people to show up and so if you keep coming back to that self-love and you show up for yourself first then no matter who comes and goes in your life you'll be in alignment with your own purpose of your soul evolution. And so if you can remember to always be your own best friend first, I know that's really easy for me to say, and trust me, I'm still learning how to do that. Uh, But if you can focus on that and practice that and really work on being that, then everything else will be in flow in your life if you come from that place first. And so you may notice people coming and going, and that's okay. It just means that Um, people who are more in alignment with where you're going are going to show up to support you in that next phase of your life. So, and of course, that includes you, Garrett, and you, Stephanie, that I'm so blessed to have you both in my life. And, you know, it's funny because I I know that we haven't, you know, in terms of the number of years, I haven't known either of you for that long. I mean, I think I've known Garrett for like 10 years now. But, you know, I mean, there are people that I've known for decades. So for the two of you, it's like in, in terms of the calendar years, it doesn't seem like it's that long. But my soul doesn't know my life without you. And that's, that's such a huge beautiful. gift for me. So, that's well, thank you. You guys show up for me in such a beautiful way. So that's my little soapbox. Oh. <laughs> thank you. That's beautiful, Rebecca. Thank you. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Well, what do you think? Should we do a meditation? Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Oh, you know what? Let's shameless do it plug. A shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> you must be psychic. <laughs> so maybe. if you would like to, <laughs> maybe if you would, it's been it's been rumored. If you'd like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, uh, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. If you'd like to schedule a private session with me, my website is rebeccafisk.com. There are links to both of our websites if you've logged in on the computer and you've, uh, Garrett's made that so easy for people to access our websites. Uh, if you decide to schedule with us, make sure that you mention that you came to us through the show uh, because we offer uh, – our loyal listeners uh, discounts, even if you're just a first-time listener, if you call this or, or email to schedule a, a session, you're still considered a, a loyal listener. So there is that. Anyway, all right. So was there anything else that you wanted to bring up, or should we go ahead with our meditation? What would you like to do? Oh, what would I like to do? 
Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how far can this go? Let's see here. We get what we want. We get oh. to create what we want in the universe. What would you like? Well, I would like to share a gratitude. I just, so very exciting, very exciting stuff. So I've been at this specific residence for a whole year now. I have a lovely, lovely landlady who is so supportive and loving. And when we met, it was just this like-minded soul tribe. Is that you? Are you there? Oh, my goodness. Here we are. Okay. And it's been fantastic. And I live in just the most beautiful place. I have the most beautiful scenery. And she's been going through a lot of stuff with her own self and her personal world. And I just want to say thank you. You know who you are. And she's listening. And I've now manifested additional help for my car. So yay. But um, but she's fantastic. And it's a blessing to be here. It's beautiful. And it's been so healing for me in so many ways. So I thank you. And her first name is Anne. Thank you, Anne. Sending you lots of love where you are. And I'm in gratitude as well for you, Rebecca, and for you, Garrett. This has been such a unique connection that the three of us share. I love it. I love that it's unconditional and that we are here for each other in all kinds of different ways. So I thank both of you as well. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, we can, if everyone's ready, we can move into meditation. And then we can start taking callers. Yay. All right. Awesome. So, awesome. Awesome. So, yes. So let's go ahead and let's just relax where we are. Let's just take a deep breath in. And hold. And exhale. And we're going to take one more deep breath in. And hold. Hell. So as we are here with our eyes closed tonight, we're going to bring to us a beautiful soft, soft pink sphere. And a sphere is a bubble or a balloon, however you wish to see it. And when we look at colors, the shade of soft pink, the pastel colors are the angelic colors. They're from the angelic realm. And that means that we are even closer to God, to creator. And we're going to bring this bubble to us and have it envelop us. We're sitting inside of this bubble. And this beautiful soft shade of pink is hydrating us with what we call the pink cloud of compassion. And this also has the energy of love in it. And the pink cloud of compassion oftentimes looks like a nice pretty pink cotton ball. And yet tonight we're combining it with love. And as we are marinating inside of this beautiful bubble. 
We're allowing the love and compassion to just sit with us. And we are sitting with it. We're sitting with this love. Love permeates through those hard barriers that we carry. It helps to release our hiccups, our stories. And it just brings us back to center. It helps us to be and to be present, be right here where we are. It's the strongest energy that the universe made for humans. This is a gift from the universe for all of us to use and access at any time. For those who are healers, we know that this is used universally throughout all of our healings. And with this compassion, the compassion is giving us permission to embrace ourselves, to love ourselves, and just to relax into that space where we don't have to fight, where it's okay to just surrender and to allow ourselves be, just be who we are. And as we're relaxing in this space, we're letting the love, the compassion, we're allowing that to saturate us throughout all of our chakras, especially through our heart chakra, our heart our throat chakra, our third eye, our crown chakra, our solar plex, which is the area below the belly button, our sacral chakra, our root chakra. And we're inviting all of this energy to just gently wash up and down from the crown down to the root. And then from the root all the way back up to the crown. And as that energy is flowing, it's extending through, throughout our torsos, throughout our limbs, throughout our fingers and toes. Just let that energy saturate you for this moment. And in this moment, we know that we are one with the universe. We are in gratitude for this very special, beautiful gift And again, we know that we can access this at any point in time. At any point in time, we can bring ourselves back in this space, even if for 20 seconds, to just hit a reset button. And so what we're going to do now is come back present. And we're going to begin by taking another deep breath in. And hold. And exhale. And start wiggling your fingers and your toes. And take one more deep breath in. And hold. And exhale. And here we are. We are back. That was lovely. (sighs) (laughs) There's Garrett. (laughs) Garrett has joined us once again. That's my favorite part of the show. I'm so glad you said a pink bubble because I thought you were going to say pink Cadillac and I was going to start channeling Natalie Cole. (laughs) 
Well, that would have been entertaining. It would have been, but thankfully it's a pink bubble. Yes. Well, well. Yeah. We'll right. have to hear that from you sometime. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I yes, exactly. Okay. So are you ready for some callers? We've got a bunch of great folks who have called in tonight. Yeah, yes, absolutely. We are ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanted to let you know if you're a first-time caller and we have not pre-screened your call yet, the, um, here's how it works because these ladies are like the real deal, folks. I'm only going to ask for your name and then the topic. I don't want your life story. Don't give me the whole 411. You're going to be able to talk to the ladies tonight. Um, so when we pre-screen your call, name, topic, that's it. And then we'll try to get as many of you on as possible. Our first caller tonight is Kiki. Kiki is calling about love. And Kiki, you are now live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, Rebecca and Stephanie. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I just want to know so what, changes we see. <laughs> what changes we see uh, coming up in my love life. Okay. All right. And are you seeing anybody right now? No, I am in separation. Okay. Uh, been okay. in separation with someone. And then okay. I had an ex okay, who contacted Okay, that's me. okay. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but the less that you tell me, the better. (laughs) Um, Okay, and so this is Rebecca. And um, what is your ex's first name? Rob. The the, the person you separated from, I'm sorry? Yes, Rob. Rob, okay, one second here. Okay, all right, so first of all, let me just say that um, uh, this has been really difficult. And... You know, it's it's like you guys have gone round and around and around and around. But it's interesting because what I see is I see this like a wall between the two of you now. And you basically have reached this place where you need him to stay behind the wall. It's, it's, um, It's taken a long time for you to kind of gather your own energy and bring it back into yourself, which is kind of where you are right now. And it, it, you know, for the most part, you're really pretty grounded with where you are with all of this, which, you know, I have to say my hat's off to you for that because a lot of times people have a, they really struggle with this transition. But I feel like for you, it was one of those things where it's, it's kind of, you know that it's kind of run its course and you just have to be in this place with it. Uh, he's a good person, but he's, he's very locked in the way that he thinks. And so it's like you guys keep, you know, you have ideas. You're trying to expand his, his ability to see what's happening, and he hasn't been able to do that. And so you're finally like, I can't do this anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to say blessings to you for that and, and for the uncoupling, if you will, and the, and the transition with that. Um, I feel like you know exactly who you are and you know exactly what you want and that you actually look at this situation as a great learning experience. I feel like you're an old soul. You've got a lot of wisdom about what relationship is in life um, and that you understand that it is a learning tool, that it's an opportunity for you to learn about yourself, an opportunity to learn about the other person and that you kind of get to do it together. Um, and, And so, you know, I'm hearing the number seven is somehow significant for you with a new relationship. Um, I do feel like it will be a new relationship. And uh, let's see here. I want to give you a little more clarification on this. So part of this is I'm hearing August for some completion around this current situation. So, it, I, I, you know, I'm not getting whether or not this is the contractual part or if it's a, a changing of your living situation, but there are some doors that will be closed as of the end of 
August, maybe into the beginning of September. But it's like by the end of the year, you're really celebrating your new independence and um, and your self-sufficiency because there's an energy. You've always been self-reliant. But there's an mm-hmm. energy here that feels more like freedom for you. And it's, it's, you know, you're perfectly willing to invest in relationships when it feels like it's the right thing. Um, but, it, but it feels like this opportunity for you to bring the energy back to yourself is freedom. That's how it comes up. So uh, let's see here, 2022. Uh, you know, I'm hearing that for next year, you know, your – you're going to be kind of building your life and getting really comfortable and happy with just having yourself. I feel like relationship is latter part of 2022 to 2023. But I also feel like once you meet this person, it's going to be like, this is, this is it moving forward. Like this is like, this is the person you've been looking for. And, and so this is all really, really positive. And again, you know, I really want to say again, kudos to you for this uncoupling because I see that this relationship with, with your estranged husband d- did not work and that this mm-hmm. is, um, you know, but you care about him. Like you respect that he is who he is, but you look at the components of this that don't work and you're just really in this place of love for yourself and even for him in this whole situation. And that's just absolutely beautiful. It's phenomenal. So I just, you know, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm doing prayer hands at you right now because that's so amazing. Anyway, um, let me turn it over to Stephanie and uh, she'll give you some more information. Hi, Kiki. Um, one thing. Uh, so first of all, like I like to say, everything Rebecca said, I am hearing spring of 22 in terms of a partnership and when I say spring of 22 not only will you have met this person it will be almost an instant natural connection up front it will be organic um, uh-huh. so it's and in your the wisdom you carry about yourself your own self-awareness is fantastic and when when this um, uncoupling occurred, you were okay on some levels because you understood the lessons you were to have learned, which, as we mm-hmm. were talking at the beginning of the show, is to always, always, always love yourself first. Be able to love yourself through something before, you know, sharing that with another love. So... I was also seeing similar timelines as Rebecca, meaning the month of August stands out, the month of October stands out, and October for you sort of resembles a new beginning. Um, You may want to, in your self-reflection of life in general, looking back at whatever Octobers you can connect the dots, put together, even seasons the season of early fall, that's when you tend to make some of your most major life changes. This one for you will be shifting your energies into happiness. I see that you've already done quite a bit of self-forgiveness, which is great. Mm-hmm. And and just continue on that path. Um, with the bumps in the road of life for you, 
you actually understand the importance of sitting with it and moving with it. Um, you may not like it, but you move through it pretty quickly because you understand, you learned early on that when you embrace it up front, it makes the rest of the journey behind that so much easier. So anything for you, Kiki. All the best to you, and thank you for the night. Thank you, Thank you Kiki, for your call. Have a great night and keep us posted. You too. We're going to get to our next caller, a long-lost returning caller. So welcome back, Rose Maria, to the show. You are now live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie, and Rose Maria is calling about business travel. Go ahead, please. Hi. How are you? Rose Maria. How are you? Oh, thank you. How are you? Doing good. I was just wondering about a business travel. I'm trying to plan, so I'm not sure if it's going to go the right way or the other way this time. <laughs> the right, right in the other way. Okay. Tuning into this moment here. I'm being shown kind of sort of what happened and moving forward through that. Seeing where. Uh oh. I'm sorry. It it cut out on me and. Right. Can you I hear didn't me hear now? the last part. Yeah, I can okay. hear you. Okay. Okay. All right. I had to move a few things around here. The next business travel, it will happen. This one will flow more evenly is what I'm seeing. This next trip will connect and meet with your heart's desire a bit more. Even though it's a business trip, it has to do with the passion of the work that you do. So I am I'm seeing a more of a seamless trip, meaning less hiccups, but there's going to be some change for you. Let me hand you to Rebecca, okay? Okay, cool. All right. Hi, Rose Maria. Okay. Hi. How you are know, you? So the thing is, it's, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. Um, so, you know, it's interesting because it's, I, I, I totally get that it's like this has been such a hassle for people who need to travel for their jobs. And, and it's, it, you know, so you know, I, I get that you're kind, you're kind of like, okay, can we just make everything go now? Can we just, can we make it the way that it was, which it's not ever going to quite be like that, and eventually it will. But um, So I feel like everything's still kind of up in the air until we get to fall. And so what I'm hearing is like October, November feels really good. Like, okay, you can finally sit down and relax. You're on the plane. Everything's going the way it's supposed to. The itineraries are lined up. The, 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 the vaccine thing is kind of settled and like everything's good to go. And I feel like, so there may still be some things that are kind of loosey-goosey up in the air, a little bit tumultuous, not as smooth as you'd like. Um, between now and then, but I feel like what I'm hearing is November and beyond. It's going to be like, okay, this is the way it's supposed to be, and I can get comfortable with this again. So, you know, it's, um, 
you know, I love how you kind of were like, oh, really, I have to do this again. But you go with it, and you still make the best of it. And you, you always kind of bring this lighthearted attitude to it, like, well, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You know, so, so it's really great how you are able to do that. Um, but, again, I'm hearing November and beyond, November and after, it's going to be much better. So um, it's like the, the last little bit of turbulence is almost done. Um, and, and then things will be like smooth sailing again for you. So uh, just hang in there. You're doing great, you know, one, one day at a time. And, and try to remember it's an adventure, and we don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, it reminds me of the Forrest Gump movie when he says, you know, life is like a bunch of chocolates and, or a box of chocolates, and you don't know what you're going to get when you bite into it. And you kind of have that attitude, so I just love that. Anyway. <laughs> there we go. Cool. Thanks, Rosemaria. Keep it. Have a Thank great, you, guys. All right. Have a great trip Thank and send us a postcard. Okay. And um, our next caller is Marissa, and Marissa's calling about a job-related question. Marissa, you're live with your Sunday psychics. Rebecca and Stephanie, go ahead, please. Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Marissa. <laughs> oh, you're uh, my question. Thank. My question is, um, when, what kind of job will I get into next? Okay. Well, of course, I always want to say, well, what would you like to do? But don't answer that yet. Okay. <laughs> Let me see what's <laughs> up first. Hang on just a second. Because I know you really like people, but it's kind of funny because you like people, but within limits. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it depends, you know, like, and a lot of it for you, you already know this, but it depends. The work that you do depends on the kind of people that you're going to be dealing with. Yes, so absolutely. so you always try to frame it like, what can I do where I can work with people who are going to be polite and courteous and treat me with respect? And, you know, yes. because you, you, you actually don't mind working in the service industry as long as you're doing something where you're respected for what you're doing. And so it's, yes. it's almost like if you were a server in a restaurant, you know, you want to make sure that you go to a restaurant that is – you know, a little bit more expensive and higher end because you're treated with a great level of respect in those places compared to the diner down at the corner where everybody's coming in and they just kind of, you know, they don't necessarily uh, treat you with the respect that you're looking for. Although, you know, on the flip side of that, the diner at the corner is the community, so you get the friends who live in the area, and that's fun. So there's trade-offs for, for, for everything. Um, but, you know, I, I almost want to say to you, what do you want to do? Because, you know, I right. can see you doing nursing if you want to do that. You're smart, okay. but it's, it's kind of, I, I mean, I get this energy of do I have to study that long? I don't know if I really want to go to school. That's not my thing. Um, right. At the same time, you, but you are really smart, and you're really good at that stuff, and you want to help people, but you kind of want to do it in a way where you don't have to get too emotionally involved. And the reality is, depending on the type of nursing you're doing, you get to do exactly that and get paid well for it. So. That is something right that on. comes up in your vibration if you decide you want to do that. Um, there are also other levels of caregivers if you don't want to go to school for the nursing thing, and I totally get that. Um, and, you know, you may find that there's a special niche for you. Um, you're a very compassionate and kind and loving person, but you mm -hmm. don't really want people to see you cry. <laughs> so, you know, because wow. there are people who work, like, with families in hospice, 
but you're like, I can't do that because it's too many tears. You get too, you get too involved in the family and all of that. Um, but I definitely see something where you're doing service, where you're helping people because you really do love helping people. I will definitely mm-hmm. say to you that you have to have boundaries about how much you work. Like if they're asking you to do mm-hmm. extra shifts all the time, you'll burn out. So you have to have a really mm-hmm. good boundary about how much you work versus how much downtime you have. I feel like you're really good with that with your friends, but when people are like really asking you when, with the, when it's a work thing, you really want to accommodate. So you have to really step back and say, is my body really prepared to deal with this or am I going to be too tired? Right. Okay. But that's mm-hmm. what comes up in some type it. of caregiving. I'm sorry? You're totally on track. Um, like okay. that's what I do. I'm a caregiver for the elder, elderly folks. Okay. And, and and I get that you really like it, but I also get that right now it feels like you're kind of in a place where you're not treated real well. And mm-hmm. it's it's not all the time. It's Some of this is management. I mean, the, the families are actually really pretty good to you. Um, but you might want to look at doing something more specialized. And mm-hmm. or, um, you know, at least look at some place that has better management or, you know, it's, it's um, I feel like you either have to sit tight and wait for the managers to, to rotate out or you have to make oh. a change because you've kind of outgrown your current circumstances. I know you love the folks. You're really great with the people who were there, but it's, yeah, it's the way things are being run. There. Yeah. Everything's fine. It's just I feel like I'm getting burnt out. I think I feel like yes. I need to grow into something different. Yes. And I agree. I agree. You, you have absolutely that. outgrown your current situation. So okay. anyway, let me, uh, Marissa, let me turn it over to Stephanie, and uh, she'll Thank have some you. more information for you. You're so welcome. Hi, Marissa. Hi there. All righty. Well, let's see. Of course, like I like to say, everything Rebecca said, I was already seeing you in the service industry, and the being a CNA absolutely resonates. I also can tell that, you know, when it comes to people being a little bit goofy and foolish on the job and not being kind to you, you really have zero tolerance. My thought was also specialized with you going towards more of a specialized thing. If you were able to do hospice, that would be fantastic. However, it takes a certain kind of strength to do that too. And again, I, I am, I think that you would put in, you know, a little bit of time, five or 10 hours a week, if you chose to cross that bridge. But I also Mm -hmm. seeing you, I see you moving into a bit more of a specialized thing, For example, I know there's the houses, you know, like say where, you know, there's only a couple of residents, three or four residents. You, in other words, it might be a situation like that where it's a little more specialized. It's a little bit more um, one-on-one, although you also do extremely well with the group situation, meaning if it's, you know, at the old folks home type thing. So it's oh. just that that requires so much and it taxes your energy. Anyway, mm-hmm. continue on with what you're doing. You're well, also you. bringing a lot of healing to people. You're also helping mm-hmm. those who are in their end days. You have a very yeah. special guardian angel with you, and you actually are helping oh. them to begin the process of crossing over. So this wow, is, that's this so is, awesome. That's so great. This is one of the major 
reasons to why there's a part of you that is being pulled towards the hospice industry. So it's something to think okay. about. I know a lot of those folks, they volunteer their time. So anyway, okay. all the best to you, Marissa, and thank well, you for thank calling you so in much tonight. Well, thank you for your advice. All right, yes. thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you, Marissa. Good luck. Thank you. And our next caller is going to be Joy. Joy is calling about co-parenting. And Joy, you're now live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hello, ladies. Hi, Joy. How are you this evening? I'm okay. How are you? Very well, thanks. How can we help you tonight? Yes, I wanted to ask about my co-parenting situation. Um, As far as my daughter's father, he hasn't been the nicest, and I'm kind of wondering, is he as bad as I think he is, or am I just looking at things wrong? I'm tuning into that. There's a little bit that's coming in from previous projections from when you mm-hmm. two had been once upon a time. And I do see where you are. You do the best that you can as far as being, keeping that in its own category. Let's put it that way. There is the fear of releasing and trusting that he's doing the best that he can. Also, of course, there's the legal system working through that. Um, But aside from that, I do see that there is, it's like there's going to be a little bit more research. It wouldn't surprise me at some point if you decided to do a little bit more, like say investigative work or have that done to validate and look at and verify what your suspicions may be. So for this moment in time, you might want to think about the visits where, you know, there's a third party involved um, taking the daughter to a neutral location. How old is your daughter? She's 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. So there's a different, there is a different type of energy that comes through. And when it's time for your daughter to visit her father, I'm seeing you seeing a lot of prayers, a lot of intentions, and mm-hmm. not sure if there is a parenting plan in place or not, but, you know, sticking to the time, everything, everything that you have to adhere to paperwork-wise. Also, this is, in a different sense, helping you to trust in the process and to release and to let go and understand from a very different angle of perspective that your daughter is also on her journey with both you and the father. So this is, and I'm speaking from a spiritual angle only on that one. So it's letting go and trusting that your daughter is trusting that she's also safe too. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to hand you over to Rebecca now, Joy. Rebecca? Okay. Hi, Joy. Okay. Um, so, so first of all, you know, um, 
my impression is that he's he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing and it's it's like it looks like there's a very specific protocol wouldn't surprise me if it's a situation where it's very limited and or there is some kind of supervision for part of it that that comes into mind um but i do feel like he is doing what he's supposed to be doing part of the energy around this whole situation is that your daughter is almost a teenager and she <laughs> um she is is very precocious so um, it's, it's interesting because I also get that she can be very moody right now and so you know sometimes she she just knows everything and if she's mm-hmm. not in that space then she's either like the person she's always been like the kind obedient helpful daughter um, and then other times she's just like she's not going to talk to anybody so what's happening is he doesn't quite know what to do with her because he never knows who's going to show up. And actually, she doesn't, she kind of withdraws with him because he also does that. There's, a, there's an energy from him of remorse, of regret, of, um, of, of humility, a little bit of humility here. And part of it, too, is he doesn't know what to do with her because she's becoming a teenager. Like, it was easier when she was younger. Mm-hmm. But she, he doesn't quite know what to do with her now. So, uh, you know, he doesn't want to do anything wrong. My impression is that he is afraid of repercussions if he does something wrong. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have to absolutely support what Stephanie was saying. I, mean, she, I, I always do anyway. But, but her mm-hmm. saying that you have to remember that uh, your daughter is, is, you know, in God's hands and that it's okay for you to trust. Um, and that, you know, your daughter does have her own journey with her father. So a lot of the fears that you have right now are based on the previous experiences, like Stephanie indicated, uh, and that's mm-hmm. true. But it's okay for you to relax a little bit more. Part of it as well is that, you know, 11-year-old kids, for the most part, kind of know what to do. Like if there's an emergency or if, she, mm-hmm. or if she's hungry, she'll say, hey, I'm hungry. So that piece of it you can actually let go of a little bit. Um, and what I want to say, and this is really a strong suggestion, um, is when you're worrying about her and about the situation, turn that into a prayer. Because okay. worry does nothing but, but put us into a state of anxiety, whereas prayer is actually an, an item that's actionable. And so what you're doing is you're actually doing the very best possible thing for anyone when you pray for them. We think as human beings, oh, well, if I make my sick friend some chicken soup, that's the best thing I can do. Well, no, actually prayer is more powerful than that. But we don't believe that because we don't actually see something tangible. We don't see ourselves doing something tangible. But prayer is the most uh, beneficial thing we can ever do for anyone. So remind yourself to, to go into prayer when you're worrying and ask for, for prayers for peace for yourself as well in this process. But remember that your daughter is always in God's hands first. Okay. okay. So I, I do feel like everything is okay. Um, I do see that there may be changes when she becomes 13. I'm not sure if she's going to decide to just live with you, but there definitely seems to be more empowerment coming for her at 13, and she may decide to make some changes. And she's, you know, when you ask her about it, she's going to have this whole game plan ready for, like, here's here's the protocol, here's the calendar, and you're going to be like, wow, you've been planning this for a while, and she's going to say, yes, I've been planning this for years. So, uh, So rest assured, you know, she's really smart. She knows mm-hmm. who she is. She knows what she wants. Um, she's, 
kind of good at manipulating when she needs to. (laughs) Um, But she's, but she's very smart and she's got a lot of wisdom. So in fact, I I just want to give you a little side note that in the future, um, when she's a little bit older, she'll be like, mom, are you sure you really want to do that? Because you know, the outcome of that might look like this and that's not what you want. So I'm hearing that about probably age 15, you're going to be getting those kinds of conversations with her. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, That's God out. bless, and, and, and you're doing a great job. Thank you. Okay. Oh, really Joy, thanks for calling. It. Have a great thank night you. and oh, yeah, Thanks so much for the call. Yeah, take good care. <laughs> and our next caller is Patty, and Patty's calling about a career question. Patty, you're live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, well, not welcome. so much career as jobs because I'm older now and I'm just kind of coming out of the COVID, you know, delay of working. And uh, so I'm starting to see if I can find some work maybe on a part-time basis. And I did have a couple okay. of interviews, and one of them, I the last one, I thought they were almost going to offer me the job, but it didn't quite happen. But it almost sounded like, well, <laughs> and anyway, I yeah, just want to see if something. Okay. Well, so first of all, I'm hearing August more than likely, you know, at least getting the offer starting by September. Um, and I get that, you know, what comes up is like bookkeeping, CPA, um, something that's methodical and organized. You're really good at that. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I, I don't know if you love it necessarily, but it's something you're really good at. And it's like, okay, but I can make good money doing that. So that's, <laughs> that's the energy that comes up. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I do see you getting something. Again, I want to say I hear very clearly it's either end of August, you know, either, you know, being offered something in August starting by September. Um, and, you know, what I want to say to you is I see that there's a possibility for you to be in a joyful environment. And that's really what matters to you at this point. You want to be someplace mm-hmm. where you feel like you can get your job done, but that there, the people there are pleasant and maybe even, you know, can laugh at things a little bit. Because you've, you've definitely have been in situations where it's like, I can't wait to punch out at the end of the day. And so <laughs> I feel like what's happening is, is everything's being aligned for you to actually get to have what you want to get to have that joyful experience again. Um, and so that's what I feel like is coming. That's what, and it's, it, you know, it's interesting because I, I actually see you walking into this room and there, it may be a rather large room with a lot of people in it, like in their cubbies. And at first it seems very intimidating, but you're going to find very quickly that there are two or three people who will welcome you almost immediately and, and help you feel really comfortable and at home. So this is a really good change for you. It's a really good step for you in the right direction. Okay, cool. Thank so. you. You're so and welcome. You, all right, let me for all your, uh, all your Mercury retrogrades, during. It was fun. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it, that, Stephanie's so wonderful at, at providing all of that, and thanks to Doug too for for giving that to her. So Stephanie, let me let me turn it over to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Hi, Patty. It's so nice to connect with you. Okay. You. Um, as Rebecca was talking, uh, it was also giving me a picture of going of you going to the temp agencies and i'm not sure how they're doing especially post-covid at this point or almost post-covid but that would be a different resource to keep into consideration and to go to um i know that 
on a personal level for me in my life when I've been in those places in time where it's like, oh, no, there's been a big change. What am I going to do? The temp agencies ended up being a lot of fun for me. And I actually really enjoyed doing that because it just, I got to test drive a lot of different environments, be the front desk person, be that face to greet people and so forth. And one of the positions I held that started out temp was in an accounting office. And for someone like me, it was a little bit dry, but what was nice was Rebecca hit on some keywords for you. It was methodical, it was organized, there was a structure to it in certain ways and you do really well with bringing organization to offices you know to different work environments different cultural environments so that's the energy that comes through to me is more so thinking about taking into consideration the temp agencies because they're more specialized now than they were 10 years ago 15 years ago and i'm asking i'm tuning into what month is going to best serve you. I also get August. I'm getting more so till end of August, beginning of September. That's a more refined time period for mm-hmm. you. You're going to feel mm-hmm. a bit safer come the beginning of September, especially when we move past Labor Day. Something about Labor Day that's a little bit of a slight mental block for you. Once we move into September, we get into the energy of fall. You're like, okay, I can breathe now and I'm going to feel safe and now I'm ready to really embark upon this venture. So that's what I get for you, Patty. All the best to you and thank you for calling. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're Thank welcome. you, Patty. Have a great Thank night. You. Just a real, real quick reminder that uh, the ladies also have their links on the website here on the show page. If you'd like to schedule a private reading with them, do it. It will be amazing, fun, and change your life. Um, also, if you're a caller tonight and you get on air after the show, I'm encouraging you to listen to the replay where your question is asked and then uh, what the ladies are recommending for you to do or their, their reading. So take some notes and come back and listen again. Our next caller is Donna, and Donna's calling about money tonight. You're live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, Donna. Oh, great. Thank you. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi. How can we, Hi. How can we help question. you? Um, yeah. Um, I had this happen to me once before, and I don't want it to happen again. Not I um, take care of this um, blind man who um, is very nice, and I think I bring a lot of joy to his life and, and whatnot. And out of the blue, like two days ago, um, he said, well, I'm going to be leaving you in my will. And I was wondering, some people just say things. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Do you think that that really will happen? All right. Um, I'm asking the question, may I ask just his first name, please? It's Pete. Pete, okay. So I work with a pendulum. One of the tools that I use is the pendulum. I use the pendulum in several charts. And what I'm asking at this moment is, what is the percent of likelihood that he was authentically speaking his truth and that he was in full awareness of what he was saying. I'm getting that he was in fairly full awareness. He was 80% present. And yeah, I'm just asking more questions in my mind. Okay, it actually looks good. He understands what he's saying to you. He yeah. knows that 
and he he is of sound mind. He is yes. conscious of it. He's aware of it. He sees you as an angel in his world, in his life. He really, truly appreciates all you do for him. Yeah. Um, with his, you know, some a lot of people are intimidated if a person cannot see or hear when they're missing a sense. But the thing is, they're not missing anything. They're far more in tune and on top of it. And so with Pete, Pete's very on top of it with you. He knows your heart. So he's, when he hears your voice, he sees straight into your heart. He knows that you've never held any ill will. You don't have a self, selfish thread in your body. You are very much for him, with him, for the highest and best for him. And that's what he so loves and he so appreciates that. And so when he says that, he means that. And so don't be surprised when it actually does happen. So he also knows the type of person that you are, whatever that might mean. Let's say it meant $10. You would take that $10 and you would find a place of charity. You might take it to the local animal shelter to put it towards food for the pets. You see, things like that. So he knows in your heart you would do something you're a very conscious person you're a very loving person he sees your heart is the bottom line and so he will most definitely be leaving you something in his will he's telling you the truth yes oh okay okay that's yeah. nice that's just you know i um i think i add a lot of joy to his life oh absolutely absolutely i got a wheelchair a wheelchair that goes on the beach and took him along the beach so he could hear the waves so he liked that. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I had a little wine for him. Brought a little oh. wine for him to sit there. and Yeah. But he's great. I mean, <laughs> oh, great person. Oh, okay. So besides that, I mean, that could be, he's, he's like 78, I think. But, you know, he could live another 20 years. And I'm up there, too, myself. I'm 67. But do you see um, the finances coming in for me some way or another? Or? Well, I'm well, going to go ahead and take that. Yes. <laughs> so this is yes. Rebecca. There you go. Um, Thank yeah. You. So first of Thank all, the, the thing is that you know, the thing about you for Pete is that you he, he knows that he can rely on you no matter what. You're loyal. Oh, yeah. You're trustworthy. Yeah. You know, you are like the one person that he can count on no matter what to be honest with him, upfront, reliable, trustworthy, all of those things. And so you're, you know, it's it's like you are. Oh gosh, how do I put this? Um, He's always wanted to have a person like you in his life, you know, whether it was, it didn't Mm -hmm. matter what the relationship terminology was. Um, It's like he finally feels like somebody is going to take care of him if he needs something. And he hasn't really felt this self-assured about that until now. And so that's why he is so intent on, on sharing some of his wealth with you because he feels like, you know, he, he doesn't know another way that he can show you how much he appreciates you. So this is the way that he's doing it. Oh, that's lovely. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's well. It's because you're lovely. You know. He's like. He, this is a way that he can help you. So this is what he wants to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's beautiful. And you know, it's thank you also for bringing so much joy to his life. It's um. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's we get along beautiful. great. We have, yeah. we laugh all day long and oh we just have a, a great time and yeah I play real great music for him and all the time and 
Yeah, it's really That's great. Yeah, it's really great. It's a great relationship for me. I mean, I get I get a lot yeah. of joy from him, you know, as well. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Anyway, okay. all right. Well, thank you so Donna, much. Donna, thank you for your call. Tonight. All the best. Thank, thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You're so welcome. You too. Thanks, Donna. Thank you. Always nice to hear from her. And our next caller is probably going to be our last caller. We'll see how this goes, but it's going to be Paula. Paula's calling about a move. And Paula, you're now live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. You're so welcome, Paula. This is Rebecca. How can we help tonight? Um, well, the place that I'm currently living, uh, the gentleman has decided to sell his home, and I'm just seeing what where we're going to land, basically. <laughs> okay, okay. And I get that you actually really love this place, so it's been hard, because you've, you've had harder times before. It's like you, with this place, you kind of finally felt like you actually got really settled, so it's like, darn. Um, okay, so hang on one True. second here. Um, So I see the move happening for you probably in September. Um, See here. And, you know, it's interesting because it's almost like if you could take what you have now and put it in another place, that's what you would do. And, and so I'm actually hearing, there's a couple things, of course, we can always think about things we want to change, but, you know, for the most part, where you've been, the space you're in right now has been really good for you. And I feel like it's actually going to be a really easy transition for you. Um, you know, I always suggest to people that they write down a list and, and um you know, my, my, the protocol that I recommend for that is that you kind of sit for a few minutes and get really clear about what you want this new place to look like and be like. And then you allow yourself to stream of consciousness write about it for about 20 minutes. And so after you're done with that stream of consciousness writing, take everything and put it onto another list in a positive way, like everything written in the now, in the positive. And this is handwritten, pen and paper. Um, and, and so it's like, the house, the home we live in is this many bedrooms, this many bathrooms. It's, it's a single story or it's two story. Uh, it has a nice yard, whatever the amenities are. But you, you write it as if you're already living in it right now. Because in the conscious field, everything is now. There is no tomorrow or next week. It's all right now. So get really clear about what it is you want. And then after you have that clarity, after you've done the list, then start looking at what you want, you know, the area that you want to live in and the size home you want to live in and all of that. Um, and if it's not something that fits the criteria you have, keep looking because the right thing is going to show up. So, again, I'm hearing probably by September, right around there. It could be October 1st. I feel like at the latest. But it feels like this is going to be September, and it feels like it's going to be a lot easier, actually, than you think. So, um, you know, and I will be willing for you everything with speed, ease, comfort, and joy. But this feels like a good move, and it feels like it, it really goes through very flawlessly. It's very – it feels like it's in the flow of things. It's almost like God went, oh, you want this? Here. Here it is. That's what this feels like. It's a, it's a very smooth transition for you. So let me go okay. ahead and turn this over to Stephanie. So thanks for the call. All right. So here's what I'm singing. So as I always like to say, everything Rebecca said, I'm getting a time frame of September, October, when you and your husband find another place to go to. I don't um, have a- 
Okay, that's fine. You <laughs> So you will find another place to go. And who knows why that came out, but it did. There we have it. Okay. So My kids are I going with me. Oh, beautiful. Good. Wonderful. I'm seeing it more like not necessarily farmland, but it will be in the suburbs, but there's going to be quite a bit of property to make, give it a country feel. It will give you a sense of freedom. It will be a place where we'll feel free as well to, you know, there's going to be physical room to run and jump and all that kind of stuff. Or if they're teenagers, it doesn't matter. But, um, but I'm seeing that come up for you. It's going to be peaceful. Don't be surprised if your landlord at present will actually be a facilitator in helping you to locate something or he has a friend who has a friend who has a similar type situation that they can make available to you so anyway my dear that's what comes through it's going to be successful have no fear just put complete faith and trust in the process of knowing you're taken care of and this is going to come about for you it will come to fruition absolutely so Thank you so much for your call tonight. Thanks for calling in. You're Thank welcome. You, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And ladies, you've got about a minute left. Anything you'd like to do to wrap up the show tonight? Well, first of all, I just want to do another shameless plug that if you'd like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. If you'd like to schedule a session with me, Rebecca, my website is rebeccafisk.com. And uh, as always, we're grateful to each and every one of you who tunes in to listen and to ask questions. We love doing our work, and you give us an opportunity to do that. So thank you. And, uh, and have a great week, and I'll turn it over to Stephanie. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And in spite of all astrology weather inclements going on, just remember to be present. Be where you are right here, right now. Walk through it to get to it. Do it with love and embrace yourself. Thank you. Have a great night. And remember, you're loved. We're all loved. <laughs> we are all week. loved. We'll see you next. Oh, and we won't be here next week. It's 4th of July, folks. So have a great 4th. <laughs>